Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey everybody, how's it going? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are, I hope life is wonderful and treating you well. Thanks for joining me today. Hopefully if you're a parent, you've got kids back in school and that there's some sort of structure back in your life. I know that I'm just so happy to have a schedule. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. I have some time just with me and my baby. I have to tell you guys something a little bit funny. So my three-year-old started preschool for the first time, and they have him filling out these get-to-know-you forms. And one is, what is your mom's name? And he knew my name. He's like, Emily. And then... Keep in mind, his dad's name is Yasser. I know that's a kind of a different name. So Yasser, it's like Middle Eastern, like Yasser Arafat. Anyway, whole other story. But his dad's name is Yasser. So I said, okay, Romney, what is your dad's name? And he said, Yasser Mobile. Oh my gosh, I just died because his older brother uses the Alexa and my phone, Siri, to call him. So he'll say, call Yasser Mobile. Anyway, I just thought that was the cutest, funniest thing, that he thinks his dad's name is Yasser Mobile. <laughs> anyway, today is, this podcast is for my step-parents out there, or soon-to-be step-parents, um, or parents who are single or just general parents. I think a lot of the parenting tips are for any parent, but this is specifically for the step-parent. I've had a lot of people ask me, and so I came up with this little podcast for you. And it was really fun, actually, to do this. I talked with so many step-parents. I reached out. I really wanted to glean from people's experience other than my own. Um, I reached out to some divorce groups online and to probably about 20 to 30 different friends that are step-parents. And, I mean, of course, I love step-parents because my husband is a step-dad to our daughter and my um, ex-husband's wife is a wonderful stepmom to her and I'm so thankful for the role that they play in my, my daughter's life. They're amazing. So I'm going to share some stories and you know of course sometimes <laughs> not everybody can be perfect at all times and you're going to hear a little bit of that too. So Again, I'm not the go-to for all advice and knowledge on the topic. However, I have been around my fair share, and I've seen with my own experience. So I hope so badly that you can get some information that is very useful to you today. And if you can add to it, please email me. I would really love to hear you from you. But remember... Every case is so individualized. Everybody can be different. And so, yes, how should the step-parent parent, parent? The step-parent parent. Okay, anyway, I have five points that I thought were the most prevalent here. Um, and, you know, the interesting thing, when you have your mind on a topic, 
things, you just pay attention. You're focusing more. I was watching The Price is Right. Okay, I love The Price is Right. It's big money week, by the way. Anyway, there was a preview of a show called Unicorn, and it's the single dad with these two little girls. They look like preteens, and he was just like, I need to date, you guys. And they were petrified. They're like, don't replace mom. Are you going to replace mom? And then they were like pretending to barf in a trash can, thinking about him dating. But anyway, it is actually a fear isn't it, of kids. I remember myself having dreams that my parents separated or or my dad passed away and here was this other guy. I seriously am not kidding you guys. I remember it right now, that dream, and that there was some other man with my mom and I just like hated that. It just was terrible to think that maybe they would replace your father. And so my number one is they already have a mom or dad, or they already had a mom or dad. You know, we're not just talking about divorced people. We're talking about widowed. And so they already have or had that mom or dad, and that's where their loyalty resides. So we've got to be super, super careful and tread in with a lot of caution. <laughs> tread in with a lot of caution and trepidation and care. Um, so the step parents, they've got to respect that child's need to love their biological parents. No matter what that that other parent may have done. You know, maybe there was infidelity. Maybe that parent is in prison. We have to remember that the child is half the DNA of that other parent. And so we can't badmouth. We have to foster a loving relationship. And in that way, step-parents can play a crucial role of instigating that if it's healthy. You know, if there was abuse, of course, um, that's an individual situation. But uh, for the most part, to foster the love between the, the child and the bio parent will show the child right from the start that you are not going to replace their parent and that you know that. And they will respect you because you respect that other parent. So no bad mouthing, just love and, and trying to show them and tell them. You know, you could even flat out say and have a conversation with them. I'm not here to replace your mom or dad. And I'm here for you. And we'll get more to that, that role. But for my own beautiful husband, I remember when we were engaged, he picked up the phone and he called my daughter's dad. And he just told him, I want you to know that you are her dad. And I know she already has a dad. I am not here to play that role. However, I want to tell you how much I love her and that I will treat her like my own. You know, they just had this beautiful conversation. And I can tell you that there was a huge shift in my ex-husband after that. I mean, it was just beautiful, actually. Um, the way he was around me, it was so much more relaxed. And it just started the whole co-parenting and, you know, entering of the new step-parent 
family ideal situation just way more smoothly. So I recommend to you step parents, if you can, and, and even if there's a lot of hurt and maybe anger, maybe even an email, you know, if you're not on speaking terms, but reach out. Reach out to the other biological parent and tell them that you're not here to replace. You aren't going to force them to call you mom and dad, but you are here for mentoring and support, complete support of that child. Now that's another st that's another story here. So what do we make them call us, right? Or you? I should say you. If I refer to you, that means the step parent. Now, in the sentence I just said, I said, "What do we make them?" I mean, no, we're not going to make them do anything like call you mom or dad. Every single comment that I got about the topic of how should they refer to you, the step-parent, there was huge negative, negative comments and stories about when their step-parent, specifically it was step-dad, made them call them dad. One in particular was pretty sad. Her dad had just died and her mom remarried really shortly soon thereafter. And the stepdad came in and he just was too forceful at first and made them all, you will call me dad, basically is what he said. And the kids were like, um, no, I already have a dad, you know. And so from the moment he stepped in, there was resentment. And the way he disciplined and other things <laughs> are another story. But she said that on her birthday, he she still remembers, he wrote her a birthday card and put love dad on the bottom. And she just, she said it was like a slap in the face. So there was no choice for her, but she hated it and she resented him for it. So please do not force them. You know, you can just let it happen naturally. If they feel like calling you mom and dad, I mean, I have a, a one of my best friends is widowed. If you've listened to my podcast, she's been on my podcast, and she has a beautiful story of after, you know, a while with them, I don't know, maybe even a whole year, but her kids are younger, they decided on their own to call him dad. So it's, it's wonderful and beautiful when you allow them to have that choice. And I, you know, sometimes you come in and you feel like, well, they're not going to respect me if they don't call me mom or dad. If they just call me by my name, they're never going to respect me. And that is not true. We have a lot of role models and mentors in our life that we refer to by their name who we totally respect. So <laughs> I still remember before we were getting married, my husband's friends were telling him, you've got to make her call you dad. And he was like telling me this and I was like, uh... And granted, our daughter was three years old when we got married. So I, I think that all of these points that I'm telling you can be totally different with really, really young children, by the way. But even so, she <laughs> had allegiance for her dad. She didn't, it didn't come naturally for her to call Yasser dad. And so we just let her do what she wanted. And that was never and will never be something that we push. So, anyways, that's number one is to respect the child's need 
to love their biological parents. Okay, let's move over to number two. And I think this actually, <laughs> I should have put this in as before you do anything. Have a conversation, okay? Have an open and candid discussion between the biological parent and yourself, you being the step-parent, of what role you're going to play. This would be a conversation, and I'm sure you're thinking, this is the dumbest tip I've ever heard. Of course I'm going to have a conversation with what, what my role is to be as a step-parent when I'm engaged, of course. Well, you'd be surprised, folks. <laughs> Lots of people, you know, the second they're married, things change. Um, emotions are running high. So if you can outline, I'm, t I'm talking outline exactly what they want from you, especially at the beginning when you're trying to proceed with caution. Uh, be clear about what their house rules are. I remember my husband, he said, you know, when I came in, I was just like, whoa, you and your daughter had your routine, you had your thing, you had, you know, your lives, and, and it was hard for me, you know, him, coming in and entering that. So be respectful, and we didn't actually have enough conversations. We didn't. We didn't talk about, in the future, you know, when she's a teenage girl, and this happens, you know, like, so really, outline it. Outline the method of parenting, you know, do you, are you more lenient? Do you, what do you feel about screens? What do you feel about homework? What do you feel about practicing whatever? If they have sports or an instrument, how do you want, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to be um, considered a disciplinarian? Which, as a step-parent, almost all the advice and stories were saying to stay clear of that, but to allow the biological parent to offer the consequences and the disciplines. And I'll get more into that in my next point. But, you know, the child or the children, they're not yours. As much as your heart claims them, as much as you say, hey, they are mine, I will treat them as my own, they still aren't. And so that's that respectful boundary. And if I could even comment further on this discussion, I would include the ex. I would have a big meeting, if you will. I still, we still have parent meetings where all four of us gather together and, and talk about Isabel. So anyways, so number two, I mean, it's pretty clear cut. People just have an open discussion about what your role is, because this can really iron out many heartaches later and it can iron out conflict so just just know where you stand and what role they would like for you to play especially at the beginning okay number three general discipline should defer to the biological parent unless the children are very young and even if they are very young and you've all had that conversation and decided together that you will be a disciplinary in their life. You should proceed slowly with caution, building respect, and then offering those consequences and, and administering any discipline that you guys agree on. However, I talked to some therapists 
and the majority of them said a step-parent shouldn't parent. That's the answer. But I think there's a lot to parenting. And so, but basically they're saying don't be the head honcho. Don't be the consequence giver. Don't be in that role and position. Okay? So that was the general consensus amongst everyone was to be a mentor and a friend rather than the disciplinarian and to defer consequences and the discipline to the biological parent. However, there was a woman who spoke up and said, sorry, <laughs> this can't happen with me. So she's the stepmom and she has... All of the kids, there were about four kids. She says she has them after school. She has them before school. She's the one that they see at those times, you know, and she can't defer. She can't sit there and not offer consequences. Granted, the kids are younger. So in her situation, she's like, I can't just be like, oh, when your dad comes home, I'm going to talk to him about, you know, so I totally agreed with her and, and understood her point of view that she has to set the rules and the boundaries and even more so administer consequences and be a disciplinary. So like I said before, there are individual circumstances. Everybody is different. I think as long as you all understand amongst all the parents and you're fine with that, then that can totally, totally work. Just as a general, though, I remember my husband, my sweet husband, making my daughter go to timeout, and she was like 11, you know? And, like, she'd sit in the corner of the office, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just didn't agree with it at all. But as a married person, I didn't want to go and undo what he had done. Even though I didn't really mind that he wasn't administering consequences and discipline because we had been together since she was three and I knew that her dad wouldn't care either. However, the punishment just didn't fit her age. It just was done wrong. And I know in just an everyday family life, whether you're a step-parent or just normal whatever. We have those times when our husbands or our wives just flat out do the wrong thing. Okay, we're going to mess up and they're going to give discipline that you don't agree with. Don't go in and undo it. I know someone that does this all the time and it drives the dad insane. He'll put the child like in timeout or give her some sort of a consequence and the mom will step in and say, no, you can get out of there. You don't need to go to timeout. Uh, what that does, it just completely disrespects the parent and puts the child in a position of, oh, so I don't have to listen to what they say. All right, so even if it does happen and your spouse makes some sort of mistake, which they will, please wait until later, you know, behind closed doors to simply explain why you felt that just wasn't fitting. So that's what I've known, noticed can happen and it's the best way to just please don't do it in front of them. Izzy's stepmom does well with this. This happened the other day. You, you kind of want to defer and we can't talk 
everything out. We can have these parent meetings and we can talk about the rules and what type of discipline we want. But there are situations that just will come up. They just will. So please just defer to the biological parent. Um, recently, she is going into her freshman year of high school and she wanted to color her hair. And she called me up and said, Hey, mom, I'll protect my <laughs> her stepmom's name. Hey, mom, Crystal said it was totally fine because I'm in high school that I can color my hair. But she asked, told me to ask you. So I'm like, huh. And then while I'm talking to her, I get a text from Crystal, her stepmom. And she is like, um, that's not what I said at all. And she explained what she said. And it didn't sound like her anyways. And so basically, she was deferring to me which I super appreciate because I'm not totally loving coloring hair at ninth grade just yet. So it's just a good example for her to defer to me. Now we're not all perfect. I remember uh, they used to live in Hawaii when um, our daughter was five years old and she would go to Hawaii and visit them. That was scary. Plane ride all by herself to get there. And she came back with super short hair. She had like the most gorgeous long hair. And nobody deferred to me at that point. And I was like, ah! So I really didn't like it that they cut her hair without telling me. But come on. I mean, that's very, very minor. We can get over stuff like that. But it just, if you even have a question in your mind, please just defer to the, the biological parent, and it can save you some conflict. And then just one more thing to add on this point. At all costs, do not lose it. Okay? We know what that means. We all lose it as parents. But as step-parents, you've got to be extra careful. And in all <laughs> ways, please never spank them. Don't lay a hand on, on them. You can ruin years of progress with one physical strike or f losing it. Try not to swear. Try not to have those angry outbursts where you're completely, you know, I keep just saying lose it. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. So please, please, please refrain from spanking. Refrain from swearing and losing it. So... Yes, as a step-parent, <laughs> you want to be very cautious, supportive, and positive in your role. So, let's move to number four. Now, this is kind of different. This was interesting. I had a couple of my friends that I went to to ask about this, and I'm combining it. It's actually two things. Be careful to not swoop in in these two different situations, all right? The first one is when your spouse, the biological parent, and the child are having a conflict. Or, you know, maybe it's a shouting match and you walk in, and or not, doesn't have to be a shouting match, but they're not having it and they're having some sort of problem or conflict. Don't swoop in and try to be the solver. 
and to interject yourself in that. And then also be careful to not swoop in when your spouse, the biological parent, and the ex are having co-parenting discussions. You know, if they're in the middle talking, if they're on the phone, whatever, I don't, or even through text these days, but be super, super careful to not interject yourself there and say, well, I think the best parenting solution would be this. I know them, I've seen them, and and I I want to say that this needs to happen. And Now, of course, every situation is different. And with mine, because our daughter was so young, all four of us kind of, you know, weigh in with each other. But there still resides the bio- biological parents who kind of need to have that final say. And when you interject yourself as a step-parent, the ex on the other side is like, um, I didn't, you know, sign up to co-parent with you. You know, I, I need to co-parent with this person. And I didn't sign up to do that with you a lot of times. And so it was interesting to talk to my friends about this as that's where a lot of their conflict lies. Is that the step-parent's not agreeing with and is not supportive of their co-parenting discussions. Now this does not mean that you cannot bring it up later. This does not mean that say, hey, you know... I noticed this, and, and especially if you have a great relationship with your spouse and you you just want to help, and they bring it up to you, that would probably be even better, all right? So, and then, of course, in a heated argument between the biological parent and the child, a lot of times you just want to go in and save. You just want, you know, and a lot of stepmoms do this. With the dads, they'll go in and and want to save and defend the child or defend the dad and go in there. And we have to be very, very careful to do that because you can lose respect. You can lose relationship headways that you've made with the child. So we just kind of, in those situations, let's take a, a back seat and be there for strong support. Which leads me to number five, be a true support and ally. I was watching Dr. Phil. Okay, I admit it. I watched Dr. Phil. <laughs> but he he knows so much. I mean, how many situations? So he was saying that this is the most important. And I agree with him. And you know, when I was saying that therapists counsel that step-parents don't parent, yes, this is true. However, I think being a support and an ally and a mentor are the biggest parts of being a parent. All right? So just because you may not be the one administering all these consequences and the big disciplinary, it doesn't diminish your role. In fact, you have a huge role. So if you are communicating to them your love, you're telling them, but also you're showing them how much you love them, and that you are their ally, that you are on their side. And you want them to be the best person they can be. And you're being there. Okay, You're at their games. You're at their instrument, whatever, their <laughs> performances. You're there. You're at their award banquets and ceremonies and school little shows that you think are ridiculous. But you're there. You're doing your best. And when they see that, they will automatically reciprocate. They might not show that, 
but they know you're there. A lot of these tough cases, I know, they don't want to show it to you. They do not want you to think they have loyalty to you when they have loyalty to their biological parent. They don't want to show that love, but keep doing it. And I think this is the biggest, the biggest one, is to keep showing them that love by being there, being home, being there, being celebrating them, celebrating their successes. Not just being the fun uncle, right? But actually being there as that sound support role. And reinforcing the discipline of the biological parent. This is huge. So if, um, if your spouse says they're grounded for however, whatever, <laughs> a week, and you are there after school, and you see that they are doing something that they are not supposed to do, of course, you're going to say, hey, mom grounded you, and I have to reinforce that. You're grounded from that device or TV for however long. And they might get super mad at you because what happened to the fun uncle, right? What happened to all the celebration and the love and whatever? But you you can even say, do the love sandwich here. I'm doing this because I love you. I'm doing this because it's good for you. I'm doing this to show that I love your mom too and respect the things that she says. So they will see that respect and they will feel it and you will become more of an authority figure when you are set in stone with that. And with that said, also reinforcing the discipline of the biological parent on the other side, the ex. All right, so if they just came back from the ex's house and the ex says, hey, this happened and I, I say no iPad for two days or I took away her phone, please reinforce that. Don't be like, hey, I'm the cool stepdad or I'm the cool stepmom. You can use the phone around me. No! <laughs> don't, because then that will show that they know that you don't respect their other parent. All right, it's, the, so, it's those small things. Anyway, those are just five things that I've noticed that can really, really help. And we're not perfect. We're going to fail. But hopefully this can help you in your step-parenting ways. So the general consensus, folks, proceed slowly with care, showing an overabundance of love, being there for them, showing them that they can count on you and that you will never replace and don't want to replace their biological parent. So just showing that will go so far as a mentor, as an ally, deferring mostly to, you know, with the consequences to the biological parents. If you are in that situation, again, every situation is different. That's why having a coach by your side like me can help. Try me. Try me. My first mini session is free. If you have these type of problems that, and you have just an unworkable ex, that's my specialty. Give me a try. Okay, step parents out there, I love you. Keep trying. And I would also love to hear what you think. Email me at coachemilysanchez at gmail.com. Okay, make it a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at coachemilysanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.